of Uncle Strib. I'm going to go ahead and give my guest the floor so she can introduce herself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Willow. Um, I'm actually originally from California, but I'm in Texas now, which is, we're here. I don't know what to say, especially with what's been going on. But um, I used to go to Texas State. I did it for like three years. Um, I'm taking a break. I'm calling it taking a break. Who knows? Maybe I won't go back, but we'll see. And I guess like the most important thing about me is I have way too many fucking animals and you might hear them in the background, the barking and the meowing and the scratching and all that, but yeah. <laughs> so how many total animals do you have now? It fluctuates because I'm a crackhead. Right now I have four dogs, a cat who's paralyzed and I love her, she's the love of my life. And then I have a big ass bunny, like huge. Like I remember when I picked it up, I was like, oh, it's gonna be like this big. No, she's like, topic she's huge six animals um four yeah i think that's six the bunny's bigger than the dog one of the dogs which is insane and are you gonna have more we're probably gonna Uh, have more okay so oh wait i can talk i'm gonna like plug myself um i'm gonna be breeding german shepherds like working line canine working line continental canine american kennel club um registered german shepherds in 2024 they're gonna be expensive to be honest but they're gonna be really high quality like high drive dogs like if you want like a working dog to like do protection work with or obedience like i got you like i'm gonna have really fucking cool dogs in next year and that's 2023 or 2024 2023 sorry i'm at 2023 yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping to have they're hoping to have the puppies in january to february from what i think is gonna happen but i can't tell the future so who knows well, you're gonna need a you're gonna need a house. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Well, I'm planning on getting. So I'm looking into either a house or I'm looking into getting to renting out two bedrooms, like for myself. So one of them would be like my bedroom, and then the other one would be like the dog room. Because I just have like it is like so crammed in my room. Like my room looks like a fucking animal shelter. Like I look like I'm running an animal shelter. It's ridiculous. Like it's kind of embarrassing. But it doesn't stink. You'd think it would smell bad, but it doesn't. I'm very like clean. Mm-hmm. Like. And meticulous. My mom, I always grew up with like at least four dogs. Like I always had four dogs or more. And my mom, one of the biggest things she like preached to me was like, "You, we love pets here, but we need to make sure people don't think we have any pets." Like that was like the goal. So we did that. That makes sense. That makes sense. We were always cleaning. So uh, you had a lot of topics you want to come with today on the cast. So to have to start us off. I guess. I wanted to talk about this stuff because like, I just think it's interesting and I want to like shake things up because I feel like all you talk about is like sports and working out. Yeah, kind of. That's all I know. Sort of. <laughs> I know more, but it's my expertise is what I'll say. Yeah, we're going to talk about fun things or different things. Okay, so I kind of wanted to focus on like sexuality and relationships today because I think that stuff's really interesting. I really wish I took a class on it at Texas State. I know they have like they have those classes. My friends have taken them for their psychology minors and stuff, and they're really interesting. I just never had the space for it or the mm. time for it, which sucks. So they did seem really fun. But I wanted to talk about, like, sexuality first, like, what people think it is, I guess. Because, I don't know, like, there's always that notion that, like, you can 
choose your sexuality, which I don't think is true. Like, I don't know. What do you think on that? Like, are you, do you think you're born with it? Or do you think like, it's like a product of your environment kind of thing? Like what's sex, your- well, sexuality? Yeah. That's a tough question. Cause I don't know. I'm, I'm a straight male. And you know, when you're like a part of I don't the, think you can always be a hundred percent straight though. Like I feel like it's a spectrum. I'm I'm a I'm a hundred percent straight. <laughs> uh but like I'm saying, like when you're a part of the 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 I don't want to say the standard, when you're part of the majority, I don't know what it's like to be anything other than that. So I'm because <clears throat> like you know, like back in the day before you know America has become more progressive. You know, people like gay is a choice. I don't know if it's a choice or not, because you know, I don't know what it's like. So I have I have no idea. I just know that I'm not a, I'm only attracted to women. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you never like you never like seen a man and been like, oh, he's good looking, but like in a platonic way. Like you've never seen a man and be like, he's good, like he's a good looking man. I wouldn't want to have sex with him, but he's good looking. Uh I mean, I see a look at a guy and be like, you know, he's a decent looking guy, but I don't mm-hmm. think that's that but still not i don't think that's sexuality i think that's just recognizing just you know he's not ugly you know what I'm yeah saying? i don't know for me like growing up it was really hard because my um my parents were really conservative and i grew up like in a predominantly white town so i grew up being like not kind of like honestly like homophobic like i was like like cause my oh my god my brother was a mess my brother like could have been a school shooter like he i don't like he's my stepbrother i don't like him he's just redneck and just skeezy but he would always like always like put his little things up and he'd be like gays go to hell like all day like he'd write it all over the house my mom would be like stop doing that like she'd get mad at him because we like this little chalkboard in our kitchen and he'd always write Mm -hmm. it god uh, he'd be like god hates gays stuff like that and my dad would be like haha that's funny and so they'd laugh about it so i grew up being like okay gay people are bad and then i started like as i started getting more into like my own sexuality like as i got older like i kind of was like women are hot like women are sexy like I love women and it didn't take me it took me a while to get more comfortable with it because at first I was like I'm not like I was like I'm not gay like I'm not gay and I think honestly I had a I had a couple crushes on like best friends at the time in high school but I didn't do anything with that and then I moved to Texas and I got super sexual like I kind of like was like ready for I I was like a really late bloomer I didn't want to have sex until I was like 17 like on the verge of 18 like I had no desire for it mm-hmm. like not once was I like I'm horny like I literally was like I'm not horny like I was never horny and so I had like a girlfriend thing in high school like in Texas and she was really fun and she like she was she was bi but she she liked girls more and she um kind of taught me like what it was like to just be more open with like a woman and so I really enjoyed that and then I joined a throuple which was really fun that was really fun it was like this these like two Vietnamese people and it was really fun like when when they were when I was in high school and they were in college which was crazy so I was like still really young which like I don't think it was like I don't like because some people might be like oh they groomed you you know kind of thing like because like I was like young and I like may not Mm -hmm. have known what I was doing kind of shit but I don't know I don't think they groomed me I genuinely enjoyed their company I really liked the girl because the girl was very she was just very open like all these women like were very open and like taught me to be open and like explore that kind of stuff so I don't know it was like I feel like it was always inside of me because like I did like women growing up I just would always like repress it and then I get scared like 
Yeah. If I dreamed where I was like having sex with a woman, or if I imagined myself like having sex with a woman while I was masturbating, like shit like that, like I literally was like, that's not okay. Like I was like, I, that's not okay. Like that's not me. But now I'm like, women are great. We love them. So you would consider yourself bisexual? I consider myself pansexual because like, Pan. honestly, I don't, yeah, I don't care what's going on physically. I just want to be with like my soulmate kind of like you know stupid dumb sh coin shit you know but like that's yeah. the truth like i don't care what you got going on like have, like physically i just want to be with the person i'm supposed to be with right and for people that don't know pansexual just means you're attracted to whatever you're attracted to so like, yeah it's more of like an emotional connection you're not yeah. worried about the physical part you're more worried about the emotional connection which is my biggest concern i want to be with who i'm supposed to be with well yeah so so what's your to answer your question or for me to ask you your question what is your so you you don't think it's necessarily a choice you think it's well you think it's a choice or you think, I think it's you're just what you're, yeah what you're just attracted I to think it was always inside me it just takes like being comfortable and having the, the right people around you to bring it out of you so yeah that makes sense yeah that makes sense uh what do you got man i know what i want to talk about this is you running it i know so I want to talk about what makes you gay because I know a lot of people, mainly men, because y'all have that toxic masculinity thing going on for hey, y'all. We're not fit to. We're not fit to uh, come at men like that. Hold up, man. <laughs> women. Women have. Hey, women have toxic fem femininity. Come on now. I don't even know if I said that right, but they anyway, do. Continue. But let's let's. So one of my friends from a while ago. And I've heard it from like multiple, just I've heard multiple experiences where guys will like have other guys like, like give them blowjobs and stuff and like do things sexually to them. And then they'll be like, but I'm not gay. Like they'll be like, that doesn't make me gay. Like, oh, I like, like, oh, I used to work at, um, I used to work at a sex offender, like rehabilitation place where, so basically these kids were, these, they were 10 to 17 and they were boys who had been charged with a sexual offense and they had to go there was like a court-ordered place to go for like rehab and therapy and a lot of them were like they like to like do things with men like they like to like do sexual things with men and then they'd be like but i'm not gay and then they'd make fun of like the openly gay person so i just think that's interesting that like like how does that i don't know i feel like it I makes think, you i think that make they're, they're confused yeah they are this confused because yeah to me personally, if you're attracted, what I feel like what makes somebody homosexual is being attracted to the same sex by like textbook yeah. definition. So whether you deny it or not, because you can say you're not gay, but if you're attracted to men, or if you're a man that's attracted to a man, sexually at least, that you're that's what that is. It's it's homosexual. It's okay. I feel like we're a, the problem is with with people. I feel like the majority of people in that situation. Like the problem is they like it but because they don't want to be they're they're afraid of what comes with being openly gay they don't want to fit to that standard because they're scared or like like you said they grew up to where that's a bad thing they're not supposed to be like yeah. that so they deny like oh yeah i did that with that guy but i'm not gay because i still like women it's like mm. you're in denial you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, you can be both. You can, like, again, pansexual or bisexual. You can like men and women. And again, there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like to them, it's, oh, I can't let my friends know. I don't want my parents to know. I don't want to whatever, whatever. So, like, it's like a lot of sneaky link stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, they do do that. It's never, it's never like, oh, yeah, you know, you know, I, yeah, I did it with it. Like, it's never open. It's all sneaky because yeah. they know in their yeah. head, like, 
they're not trying that they, they don't want to be a they don't want to be labeled as that that's yeah. where i think the majority of that is is from at least in my opinion i don't know i feel like that'd be so sad i don't know i feel like i'd be so sad like not being able to like openly love the person i want to oh yeah it, it, it's tough with that stuff because like one of the boys he i felt bad for him because he would always be like you're gay you're gross you're going to hell like blah 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 but he would like he had been caught multiple times doing things with other boys and so it was just it was just weird he was very strange yeah. it's boy. probably like this power struggle between you know it is if you're uh if you're a straight male growing up in america you're taught oh be tough don't be <laughs> feminine uh you know, you're don't to, show your emotions y'all yeah, love yeah, that. all that, so don't, that be careful now we're not finna just go in on men because women are just as bad all right i don't know i'm, here, I'm i do know I'm, I'm here to play the playing field evenly if we're gonna do it <laughs> you're gonna come at us i'm hey i'm ready to, to we're just gonna sit here and act like all men are trash that's what we're not gonna do all right but anyway but to your point mm -hmm. there, there's a small select few of the group that tarnish or mess it up for everybody else just like in any but what are your experiences of women doing that stuff because i all my friends that are women and all the women that i've talked to like in a sexual way or like in a relationship way like everyone i've talked to that's been like a that identifies as like a woman like has been very open and very good at communicating and very emotionally intelligent you talk about in terms of gay no in terms of like you're like when you talk to women like do you think they have an easy time like are they do they open up and like about can they emotion like their feelings or what their intentions are like with you stuff like oh. that Oh, you talking about like if I'm like trying to date? Like, oh, no, yeah, not, yeah. No, not all the time. Some of them really? are ruthless. Oh, they're emotional savages. What do they do? Because guys say that, oh, but I've never seen it. Oh, 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 because I'm a guy. What do they do to you? Well, so not just me, but I'm just talking about things I've seen and heard. You got things where, uh, first of all, you get the whole ghosting thing. First of all, like status. You know, if you're a, if you're a plumber. A lot of the time, you you can you can literally be ghosted or put to the side or or forgotten about simply because of the job you work. Mm -hmm. No, they won't even necessarily even know how much money you make, but just because you do this, oh, it's not classy enough. I'm out. But mm -hmm. or you can look at like society where the man is always now. When I say always, I don't want to like generalize everything because I hate when people generalize things. For for the most part, traditionally in America. The man has to do everything. The man has to pursue the woman. The man has to pay for the dates. The man has to do all of this, all of that. And if there's one small thing of, about the man that the woman doesn't like, oh, she's out. Wasted time. Or she, she's got to be like, I agree, she should treat a woman like, she, if you should treat a woman like a queen, right? But there's got to be some level of humbleness to it. If you're putting them on this pedestal 24-7, but oh, they find out. Oh, you only make sixty thousand a year. Oh, I gotta get me a man with some money. You're not paying for nothing. What are we talking about? So just stuff. Now that's not everybody. I'm just talking about like specific examples where you can literally be gaslighted into you're not high enough status. Now I guess if you're Beyonce, I guess that makes sense because you know Beyonce's worth a ton of money. It's, it makes sense for her to be somebody. But we're talking about regular everyday people. Or you work too, you work too much. I, I I got a I got a job. I got a, I got rent to pay. I got bills due. I, mm. I, I'm not just sitting at the house 24 seven waiting for you to, to get off so I can go 
Because then you're stuck in this paradox where you got to work more to make enough money to take, a, a, let's just say, take women out on dates to make all this money. Well, if you got to work to make the money to take women on dates, you got to work more. Well, if you work more, you can't give them you can't give them your undivided attention. Well, if you don't give them enough attention, you're not you're not good enough for it. It's just stuff like that. It's it's everywhere. It's not all of them. Again, it's not all of them, but it's just how it is. And it, you know, sometimes it's just not a good connection. It just depends. It's, it gets dicey. I've never met a person like that, like a lady like that. I have. Really? I've met plenty. I've met, and I know friends, close friends of mine that have met. I, I, the stories can go on forever. That's crazy. Hmm. But it's just everybody's different. Men women it's just like some people like like to go out live life and like is looking for a partner that wants to travel every other weekend mm -hmm. like for example me i'm in a position i'm still i'm still a college student so i don't make much money at all damn near i live paycheck to paycheck for the most part like i'm barely getting by right so let's say i were to start seeing let's say i go out i meet this chick or whatever whatever just an example but and she and we're the same age. Well, I'm 27, whatever. So let's say she's say 27, 28. She's probably in her career by now because I'm trying to get my PhD that takes time. She's still in her, she's in her career. She's probably making, probably double what I'm making. I'm not making shit. I'm being quite frank, quite honest with you. So if she's making 60 plus, she's easily making double what I make a year. Mm -hmm. but she's, and she's looking for somebody to travel with or go out to fancy restaurants all this like i financially can't cannot support that lifestyle so literally we wouldn't work off rip and that's a little different because it's not because you know she doesn't like me because of like whatever whatever it's just we're in two different areas in our life i haven't gotten into my career yet she's probably been in her career for at least you know a handful of years that's different but it's stuff like that on top of just other things that could just lead to stuff not working out oh yeah that's a my long-winded i like that you know what your boundaries are that's what i've noticed about you and you like don't compromise them oh yeah i mean i feel like the to me personally the key to any relationship is knowing each other's boundaries and then yeah. like i'm always willing uh, if i meet uh somebody or whatever that i'm like like really take seriously i'm willing to make compromises but mm -hmm. to an ex obviously to an extent, but with mm -hmm. a compromise, both parties got to meet halfway. I'm not mm -hmm. willing to compromise where I'm sacrificing 80. She's only sacrificing 20. It's got to be as close to 50, 50. I'm even willing to sacrifice 55% to 45, but it's got to be a compromise. And sometimes you just can't reach that. And it's not any disrespect, but it's just like, you know, it's not going to work for me kind of thing. I feel like I'm very logistical when it comes to decision-making. Or at least I try to be. I try to be like that. My little sister is so logical. It is so annoying. I literally, she will give me advice and it will be the worst relationship advice. She'll, she'll be like, I'm trying to think. She'll, she'll just be like, who cares how you're feeling or how he's feeling? Just do this. And I'm like, but I'm feeling this way. Like my heart's telling me to do this. And she's like, who cares? And I'm like. Uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'll use a little more emotion than that. I'm not going to do this. She's not, like a robot. Like, yeah, I, I, I'll, I mean, yeah, I'm not that logistical. I still weigh in like the emotion side of it. But if it like she could be with someone for like ten years, and if it like logistically doesn't make sense, she'll be like, "Bye, I'm done." Oh, and no, she'll, like, after ten years, I have ten. I mean, 
Well, I feel like if you're uh, if you're if you're logistical and you just now figured out it doesn't make sense after 10 years, you got a problem. I don't know. She's she's interesting. She's very different. I love her. What do I like and dislike? What does that mean? In a in a relationship or what you're looking for in a person. Oh, uh, I don't know. That question has changed over the t- over time. I bet it has. I'm glad it has. I didn't say it was for the better. No, I'm joking. I don't know. I can tell you what I dislike for sure. <laughs> Negative, of course. Well, that's just because, like, what I like, it's not the same for each person. Mm-hmm. But what I dislike is the same. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, okay. I don't like somebody that that has no passion, right? If somebody, oh my god, yes, I talk. You know mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, if mm-hmm. if you wake up and you have no drive, like, if you don't have any goals, like, anytime yeah. I meet somebody, I always. Like, what are your goals like in, in you know this year? Like, what do you see so far? Like, I always ask because people that like don't know or like like they like I just need somebody with some type of aspiration in life. Yeah, like stuff like that. So like, I dislike people no goals. Um, that's like the biggest one for me. Um, but what I like is different because like I prefer taller women, but like it's not a deal breaker. So what I like is kind of just it's not consistent you know what i'm saying there aren't like things that like a woman has to have for you to like them you said what there aren't things that like a woman has to have for you to like them not physically not has to have no Mm -hmm. i talked to this one guy he was a football player at texas state like freshman year when i was like a little baby and he was so fucking boring oh my god i was like what do you like he was like i don't know i was like enjoy football he was like not really i was like what do you want to do when you're older he's like i don't know oh, like, yeah, oh, no, no. if that was a chick i'm i'm out like this ain't gonna work i'm hey, out so fucking hot he was so i don't i don't care hot. i'm sorry i he was literally so don't care hot. i just wanted to look at him he was so cute See, he that, fish. That's, that was the, like, that's the difference where it's changed for me because when i if i was younger if she was a 10 i'd put up with her being oh, yeah dry. yeah Yep. I put up with her being like super dry personality. Yep. Now, oh, I don't care how attractive you are. If you're a dry yep. personality, no. Because there are plenty of other still attractive, let's say the most attractive woman in the world is the driest, most boring, unpassionate person in the world. Oh, I can go for it because there's still other nines, nine and a halfs, other yep. tens that have plenty of personality. Now, I'm not saying I could get them, but there's still hope that you know, I could find somebody Again, I'm to the age where that physical, I mean, it sounds so cliche, but as you get older, it's it's so it's real is as you get older, you start to realize that whether like on the outside, it still matters. I won't say it doesn't matter. People say it doesn't matter. It does still matter, but mm-hmm. it doesn't matter as much um, as it obviously yeah. when you're young, because, you know, if you're, yeah, yeah. I remember being 18, being like, oh my God, I need to be with like the hottest man. Like my husband needs to look, like I had like a list of like what they had to look like and all that. I didn't give a fuck about your personality. Now, my boyfriend now is t- shorter than me. He's, looks really? like, yes, he's fucking short as fuck. He's a little tiny, little tiny baby. And he is, he treats me so fucking good. He's so yeah. sweet. I never thought I'd be with a man yeah. shorter than me. He's literally shorter than me. He is a tiny little, like I can pick him up. 
and he's great. That's all that matters. Like, I don't know, like, it, it does sound cliche, but like the older you get, like that stuff just really doesn't matter. Like the older I've gotten, the more I'm like, I don't really care what you look like. I just want to know like what you're bringing to the table. How are you going to treat me? Like there are things that I look forward to, like that I learned, especially from my ex. Oh my God, that man, I have like, I know exactly what I need and what I don't need. Like, cause of him, I dated my ex for two years and he treated me like absolute fucking garbage. Like he was a really shitty person all around. And he like, I love animals. That's my, always my passion. I've always had like guinea pigs and snakes and birds, mm. rabbits and like all that and lizards and like all that shit. And he would be like, no more pets. Like you don't need any more pets. Like he'd always like do that. My boyfriend now is like, do whatever you want. We might go get a fucking kitten after this. Like I might go pick up another oh cat. <laughs> yeah, I, they have my favorite shelter in Austin. I'm gonna plug them too. Austin Pets Alive. They're great. They um, they're they're actually doing waved cat fees all day today too. So um, they have another paralyzed cat that's like a kitten. It's like four months old. So I might go get her today. So we're gonna go see. We're gonna go meet her. But I'm really excited. But yeah, just just like things that like I shouldn't have compromised for, like compromised myself for for my ex. Like he doesn't even put me in that position to have to consider doing that. Yeah. Which is really important, so. Yeah. Also, another thing I don't like is it kind of, like, remind what you said, like, uh, women that have, like, this set standard, like, they have their ideal guy already in their head. So, like, I don't know if he's like, oh, he has to be, like, you have to meet these physical requirements. I hate that. You want to be with them. Yeah, I'm like, oh, he's got to be 6'5", and... yeah long hair yeah, always like, the short bitches the fucking five one bitches that are like i want a boyfriend who's six four i'm like yeah, why like, what get out of here right. it's because they want to be manhandled that's why i know that's why and my pro my problem is when you do that you cut off you cut off the chance of actually getting to know somebody that probably could treat you better you know what i'm saying yeah. like just because he's six five and he's an athlete or he's into cars or i don't whatever somebody would want he, he still treats you like shit. There, yeah. might, and there might be some five foot nine guy that you didn't know. I don't know. You know short kings like, are worth that, ladies. The short kings. <laughs> I guess. I'm not really short, so I'm not going to lobby. But yeah, they need love too. They do. They're funny. I feel like they have to compensate. I mean, I guess. I don't know why height's such a, like a demand. I know, it, it, it has become such a thing. Like, I don't know. I kind of get it, but like not really. And also, I get it. Well, I get it from a standpoint of a guy, because uh I mean I get it from a standpoint of the guy because if I'm I mean, I don't know, never mind. I was gonna say if I'm six foot eight, I mean I I would I would try to go for a girl that wasn't like five foot flat. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. Not because there's nothing wrong with being five foot, but if I'm six eight, six nine, like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel like that's that I get if a guy's that's that tall and he prefers taller women, like even like six one, six two, whatever, then okay, I get that, but it, you know, I don't know. It all just stems from like, I don't know, in my opinion, from what I believe in from being a girl. I believe that kind of shit, like, when a really, really tall guy wants a really, really t small girl, it kind of stems from, like, the beauty standards in America that you're supposed to be, like, really skinny and really small and, like, have big eyes and long hair. And that all stems from pedophilia. We're going to – yeah, that's what I think, too. Like, there's 
like research on that like because when you think of like a baby like they have big eyes and you think of like youthful and like fertile all that shit like they have long hair like really short small like easy to manipulate shit, babies? Like, huh i think babies are disgusting i do too they look gross like, why are their heads squishy well it's because their skulls aren't fully developed. i know but it's still weird they're oh, and they're always sticky oh my god why are they always fucking sticky i mean all they do is eat and shit themselves come That's on now. Gross. i work with kids much. and they always have like little beards of like goo and stuff all over them and i'm like don't touch me well you want them to act like a grown-ass man off rip i just want them to have like not sticky on them all the time Part of that's on the parents but you know it's whatever they're just sticky okay. but anyway uh you were saying i think well it's just like the beauty standards in america are based off pedophilia that's my i don't state. know if i agree with that but that's fine i agree with that that's fine i don't I do. Skinny, small, hairless. I think I think Japanese culture is. Yeah, that one for sure. I agree with that. I don't shit. necessarily. Oh well, America might be because back in the day when we were getting married at fourteen, I don't know. But at the same time, when you say beauty standards, I don't think the beauty standards the same in America everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like whatever you would consider the beauty standard in america i don't think that's the same across all of america because like you have what fashion designers have this the beauty standard you have like that the model fashion models beauty standard i think you have the general public and then with even, even then you got like the beauty standard in like the southeast region of the country is completely different from like west coast beauty standard so like, i don't even think the beauty there is one single beauty standard because even amongst like the generally amongst black the black community what we view as our beauty standard even as black the vast majority i get there's even difference in it but it's completely different than what it might be for the mormons in utah you know what i'm saying like it's it's i feel like it's a very it's very diverse than what it used to be because of the different cultures we have now that's what i think i don't know being so like, like a woman, I feel like it's like when I think of like American beauty, I think of like a tall, skinny blonde bitch with like blue eyes. Oh, but that's skin. that's again, that's the that's uh that's the that's the old society viewpoint. Cause I don't think that when I think of beauty. Don't that doesn't come to your mind at all, be honest. Cause when no. I think I think of that, I don't know. Like because I'm not because that's actually I'm not attracted to the tall. I prefer taller women. I'm not attracted to like the skinny. Like runway malls, you know, they're all like super yeah, linky. Yeah, like, I'm yeah. not attracted to that at all. Mm -hmm. So like that doesn't register my mind. When you talk about, oh, who, like when you talk about beauty or beautiful or like attractiveness, that, that your stereotypical idea of like a runway model, that never pops into my head. Mm -hmm. You know, cause I, li I like, I like them fit. I like them a little, I like a little meat on the bone. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Preferably taller, you know, mm -hmm. could probably squat 315. No, I'm joking, but, <laughs> but, but you know what I'm saying? I, I like them like bigger than what you would, you know, than in the years stereotype. But I believe the reason why you think that is because you've always had that societal view of beauty pushed on you. Rise have it because that's why my personal opinion, that's white America's view of beauty. Yeah. Growing up black, I've never had the white American view of beauty pushed on me because my family, we didn't grow up with that viewing as our view of beauty. Mm. So I've never had that pushed on me. So like that never registers to me at all when you talk about well, that level. 
you didn't think about like when you'd watch TV though. Cause I remember growing up, I like, never... I, oh, go ahead. I fucking hated my nose. I fucking hated my nose growing up. Like, I literally your was nose? eight. Years old. Like my nose? Nose? Yes. Oh. I literally, I literally walk around at eight years old being like, I'm gonna get a nose job. I'm gonna get a nose job when I grow up because my nose isn't like skinny and like pointed and all that, like a white person's. And like, that just literally came from like TV. Like, it was just like always like everyone on TV at that time, like, well, like early, like, 2000 like was white like there was not a lot of like diversity on tv as there is now and they could still do better but like they're getting better i guess working on it and that also comes to cultural difference because uh i don't know if you mentioned but you were adopted by white parents right yeah so like um i don't i just wanted to mention that because uh you i don't think you mentioned it for people listening but again Mm -hmm. that goes to cultural difference because what they were watching on tv I was watching BET 106 in Park as a kid and cartoons. That was it. I can't yeah. not. It was BET. I was watching uh, like First Prince of Bel Air. I was watching a Martin show, Jamie Foxx show. I was watching mm-hmm. Steve Harvey show. I watched uh, 106 in Park. I watched the BET Awards. And outside of that, there might have been a few other shows uh, that I can't name. And then outside of that, I was watching Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon. Mm. So it was all animated stuff. So I prefer, I grew up watching black shows for the most part. Obviously, I was watching mm. other stuff, but mm. for the most part, it was black shows and then cartoons. So again, I never really like my nose. I, I get my nose is big. One, you know, generally biologically speaking, black people for the most part have you know bigger nose, bigger, wider noses than uh than white Americans yeah. or white people in general. But you know, my nose is huge. But I never had once had any insecurities by nose because where, where, where I'm from all black people get big noses that's just you know what I'm saying like we all now I grew up predominantly white area but did you I really was, I was wondering that yeah I'm, I'm, I was like the only me and my brothers the only like black people in my middle school like for you really long. yeah it was like maybe five or six of us and then in high school it's still yeah it's very yeah. it's like 97 percent white I think two percent black and one percent Hispanic, and I think there's more Hispanics now than blacks uh, back back home. But uh, yeah, very, 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 very white. But because I only I didn't well when I first moved to Nashville, I didn't get along with with white people at all, like period. Because I went from Jackson, it was predominantly black uh, school I went to, came here it was predominantly white. So when I went to school, I didn't even like want to associate myself with them. So I was just at school just to be at school and. You know, I got in trouble a lot. So I was just, when I came home, it was just me, my brothers. Like I wasn't, I wasn't submerged in their culture at mm-hmm. all. I I tried to, my best to set my separate myself from their culture. So when it comes to my to insecurities because of my tra- traits I have because I'm black, I never had any of that growing up. Because oh, my dad's nose is big, my mom's nose is big, my brothers, all our noses are big. I was like, shoot, that's just. We all got big noses. This is just that's just what it is. What it is at least that's how I grew up or how I felt. We all were just that. And then um, growing up, I started hanging out with other black families. My parents hang out with other black families, so I was growing up. Uh, we all had big noses. That's just you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah. What about porn? Did you watch like black porn only, or like did you watch white porn? Uh, I mean. When I got older, obviously, because we're talking about elementary school, but when I got older, I just watch whatever. I really don't have. Like, it make a- you feel insecure though, because like I would watch like I because white porn is like typically what only would pop up, so I'd only watch white porn, and I'd be like, "Why is my pussy not pink? 
why are my nipples not pink? Her pussy's tiny as fuck. I got a fat bitch in between my legs. Like, that shit would, like, that made me so insecure. Like, I didn't start getting okay with that, honestly, until I got to college. And I was like, okay, that's because I'm not worried. I don't know why, but I've never, I don't think, I don't think I've, the only thing I've ever been insecure about in my life was my reading level. And I grew out of that once I realized. Oh. No, once I real. so here's the thing. I, I, I don't know why, but I'm the least insecure guy you ever meet. I don't care. It is what it is. Ain't shit I can change about it. I don't, I don't, I try not to stress about what I can't control. So like my hands, they are what they are. I'm not, I can't change them. So if somebody's making fun of my hands, I was like, cool, dude. You know, but anyway. <laughs> The only thing I ever had insecurity was, was my reading because there was a point where I thought I couldn't read as well as other people in my class. That's what I thought because, uh, you know, black and the reason why I acted up in school is because I felt like I didn't fit in or whatever. And this is like elementary, middle school or whatever. And so I used to freak out when, you know, we would be reading a book in class and she, the teacher would go around and pick on people to read out loud. Yeah. my heart would be racing praying for her not to pick on me because I thought I was a terrible reader so when she picked on me I'd like read I'd like mess up a little bit or in my head I'm like oh I'm reading slow as shit all the kids are like gonna think I'm an idiot yada 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 and they end up putting me in a, a reading like disabled type class in elementary school I was like oh and that's when I was like oh I'm an idiot like I can't read <laughs> and then uh so like that's when like my security got bigger, but then uh, I remember I was only in that that like reading thing for like a couple weeks, and they took me out of it mm. uh, because they I could read just fine, and it mm. turned out that I could actually read at a higher level than whatever grade I was in. Mm. But it was just in my it was literally in my head I was making it seem worse than it was. Mm. So, uh, but that's the only thing I've ever been insecure about is my reading. And that, and that was just me psyching myself out. When it turns out I read at a higher level than I, whatever grade I was in. So now mm -hmm. I gave my confidence back and now, you know, I can read with the best, yeah, I can read with the best of, you know what I'm saying? I can read. That's good. I don't know. I don't know why. I just never really cared. That's kind of how I made it in elementary school. I stopped caring. That's how I, that's how, I, that's how I became an, I came from being an outcast to actually making friends when I moved to Nashville because I just stopped caring. I wanted you attention. You remind me of my little sister. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted attention. I was like seeking attention. I wanted people to be friends with me. So mm -hmm. I always cared about what they think. I don't think they think I'm funny enough. Let me act out in class. Oh my God. Oh, you were one of those. Like, <laughs> well, that's what, that's how it is when you, when you're an outcast, you want to fit in. When, oh you, when you get pushed aside, like I was always acting up. I was talking. I was trying to make jokes. I was. Just, I just wanted people to laugh and be friends with me, because nobody would talk to me. You know what I'm saying? So I started acting up. And then after that year, the next year, I was like, you know what? What I'm doing is not working. Obviously, so I was like, all right, screw them. I don't care. I'm gonna stop talking in general. I literally was like, I'm not gonna talk to nobody. None. And it's when I was quiet and I shut up. That's when people actually started talking to me. When I like wasn't acting out, I was like, oh, I just need to like just relax. You know what I'm saying? So I when I stopped caring about what other people thought of me, that's when I actually started to make friends. And that's when I started getting the sports at the middle school level, yada, 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 because I started to make friends because I wasn't being an ass all the time.
mm-hmm. you know, especially to the teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember when I was that age, I literally, like, honestly, up until like high school, like high school all the way down, like elementary high school, I was, I was, <laughs> hey, I was so quiet. I literally did not talk to anyone. I was like a straight A student. I didn't ever put myself out there. I hated being called on. I hated talking in public or in class, like all that. And then I got the call. I got, first of all, it was when I moved to Texas. I moved to Texas. And at first in California, I was like, damn, I'm fucking ugly and I'm a loser. And everyone thinks I'm a bitch. And then I moved to Texas and everyone was like, you're fucking hot and you're funny. And then I was like, damn, am I really? And then I got to like, I really like got into myself and like, not like in a like conceited way, but I really like became more comfortable with myself. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, okay, I'm not this weirdo, like this weirdo, like, I'm not like, I'm more than just like a good student. Like I can be more than just a good student. I started getting very um, opinionated on things, which I like. I like having opinions on things. I don't speak on things I don't understand. I don't want people that do that. I don't want people that speak on things they don't understand because I feel like you sound like an idiot. But if I don't understand, like, I, I love learning. I love learning from other people. But um, I got super opinionated and I got super loud. Now I'll talk anywhere. I don't give a fuck. Um, and it's just been like, I don't know, it's just been nice, like, growing into myself and, like, just maturing and stuff. Because I, I used to have a very, like, mindset too where I was like, oh my God, I'm like, I don't want people to, like, think this or that or this or this and all that about me but now i'm like i don't really care like i'm like i'm never gonna see you again like half the time like i'll yeah. say the crazy i'll say the crazy shit in public my ex used to get so mad at me he'd be like you're embarrassing us like he'd be like stop like people can hear you because i'd be like be like oh my god like like i just shit myself some dumbass shit like that and he'd be like oh my god like you're embarrassing me and now i'm like i just say it. i'm like i don't care like i'm like i'm never gonna see that person again like ever like the people in the grocery store i'm never gonna see that man again like i don't care and so that's just what I have now. I'm like, I don't really care what people think because it's all about what you know, like who you know you are as a person, you know? So it's like, yeah. it doesn't matter the person because like, people always have opinions too. Oh my God. They're, I'm in so many like groups like on Facebook for my pets and stuff and people will always have the most ridiculous opinions on anything. Like one time this lady was like, you don't take good care of your cat, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, my cat literally like is fine. Like, my um paralyzed cat like she's completely fine like she gets treated like a fucking princess like i treat her she gets treated the best out of all my pets if anything because she's really severely handicapped and i don't know people just always have opinions i'm like at this point like i'm like i just don't care like you don't know me i don't know you don't speak on it like that's it everyone just needs to stand their lane that's it that's what i think i mean social media is yeah conversation you were talking about you have a whole conversation for a whole day about social media itself but i want to get off instagram like completely i like deleted my personal instagram so i only have an instagram where i basically just post post pictures of like my pets and it's more enjoyable now because it's like i don't feel this pressure to like take pictures of myself when i look nice and post them and shit you know like it just it makes oh it's just it took a lot of pressure off me but i kind of just want to get rid of it completely and just i love twitter i'm never getting rid of twitter but um Everything else, I'm like, I don't really need this. Twitter's the worst at all of them. It is the worst, but like, yeah, I agree. I can agree with that too. But like, I don't, it's funny. It's how I get my news. It's like, I don't know. I enjoy Twitter. I enjoy it. Yeah, it's been fun the last couple of days, but. Yeah, I don't hesitate. I will hit that block button. Me too. Lightning. Like, I, I have too. no shame. I, bro, if I get people, first of all, what I did is. I set up, you can set up a setting in Instagram where the only people that can comment are people that follow you. 
So okay. I, I, I did, yeah, I did that first. So now it's like, okay, generally the majority of people that follow me are either people I know from high school, college, or people that, you know, just follow me because they want to, you know, they're a fan or, you know, something of that nature in a positive light. So mm -hmm. it's less likelihood that somebody that's a hater is following me. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, but, you know, obviously they can still follow me, comment, and then unfollow, yada, yada. Yeah. But, you know, that's doing an app, the absolute most. Mm -hmm. People yeah. will see that shit, though. And, but, but if you go through all of that, then it's easy for me to just, oh, you, oh, that's how you feel? Well, I don't want to see you comment on my stuff anymore, so let me just go to your account, block. That's yeah. yeah that's what i like about twitter too i do like a lot of people like you know especially celebrities that get caught up in whatever or sometimes people just be getting lit up on it's social media and you see them like quit twitter or quit instagram or like mm -hmm. oh i'm you know leaving twitter or instagram for a few months because they're catching all this heat fam it's your instagram account i feel like if you now I'm not, you know, I'm not talking about you because you're leaving for other reasons, but let's say I accidentally post something offensive, right? And it was a true, honest mistake. Yeah. Right. And I'm getting lit up on every time I post on Instagram, I'm getting lit up with all this, this BS and negativity. If I quit Instagram, they win. Right. Yeah. I don't want them to win. Right. So instead of quitting or whatever and win. I can make my account private if I want, or if I got to keep it public because I make money off of Instagram or something like that, it's easy to just block these idiots. Now I get, if you're a celebrity, you got me, it might be hundreds of thousands of people at the block, yeah. but at that point, it's turn the commenting off. Yeah. And then you, you can have it set up in your DM, in your DMs where if you don't follow them, you don't even get their messages. So if somebody yeah. is talking all this trash, you don't even get it. So, I mean, there's so many ways you can actually filter out all the BS, but people don't set their accounts up like that. Yeah. Sometimes people like that stuff, though. Like, the interaction, the drama of it, too. I feel like sometimes, like, especially celebrities, like, I feel like some celebrities like the haters for, like, the drama and, like, all that. Yeah, I guess, because, like, if I ever get to the point where, you know, I'm trying to get to the point where I have a bunch of haters. That's how, that's how I know I'm doing it right, because nobody hates on a loser. Everybody, everybody always hates on somebody that's either got money, mm. that's got power, or that are led great, great people, greatness, right? So I'm trying mm. to get to that level. But once I once I get to a point where I have people hating on me, oh, if you're gonna talk trash, you better come with it, because I can trash talk with the best of them. You know, because mm. I've been are you on TikTok? Uh, I made one for my podcast. I don't have a personal. Most okay. most of my social media anyway, it's. Per, it's for promotional. So yeah. even, my, even my personal Instagram, it's kind of switched to a fitness promoting. So all I do is post my workout stuff. You mm. know, I, I got my links where you can download my app. Um, coming, I'm writing a book. So I'm about to drop a book. So you guys stay ready for that. Uh, and like, you know, oh, stuff like that. Like no, it's like a, it's like huh. a personal. That would have been more interesting. I mean, a lot of stuff, I, I kind of go in a section where I talk about me. Uh, I mean, it is about me, but it's also like, how I handle my everyday life, like what, how I think is basically what the book's about. It's called Undeniable. So you're the first person that, well, you're the first person that I'm going to have a conversation about this that's going to be public, but I'm drawing, writing a book called Undeniable and it's all about my mindset towards life. <clears throat> when I say I'm going to do something, I do it. I'll do whatever it takes to achieve that goal. Like 
when I said I wanted to get my my PhD in astrophysics, you know, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, and you know, you know, you got those friends that say, oh yeah, I'm gonna do this, but they, you know, like, all right, they never really know when I say, <laughs> when I say I'm gonna do something, oh, don't bet against me, because I'm I'm gonna find a way to get it done. I don't give a shit. Even with this podcast, I remember I was talking to my brother. I was like, dude, I want to make a podcast, and you know, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, podcast that'd be cool, and he's like. You know, but you're going to be able to do the time. Like, people are like, oh, that's a lot of time. You got to do all this. I was like, all right, bet. I, it'll be two years since my – I started my podcast two years in August. In August, it'll be two years from when I started my shit. Like, I'll, I'm going to find a way. Um, But, yeah, I forget what the original conversation was. Um, Who knows? That's funny, though. But, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so, social, social media. Um, So, you just, you just got to – don't let them win is all i'm saying oh the tiktok thing real quick back to that they like had this new feature where you can like see who's viewed your um your account like yeah your i saw that that shit's creepy as fuck why because people because okay so for me i had this one creepy guy who would like who was obsessed with me when i worked with sex offenders and he like found my tiktok and he went through it because i could see that he like you know was on it so i blocked him like everyone honestly everyone why that i see that, on there but why does that why does that matter because you don't need to know what I'm doing with my life. I like privacy. What's the point of then make it private? No. That's, I want my, that's my point, Willow. That's exactly my point. Because what what do you want TikTok for? You want you, you want the likes, you want the views, right? No, it's for documenting. Documenting. I what? use it for documenting process. Documenting what? My dog training. All right. Well, if he's into your dog training, why is it why does it matter if he's on your, your stuff? He's a creep. That's 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 the point I'm making. If if somebody's a creep and they're following me on Instagram and they're liking my shit, I don't give a shit. Be a creep. You can look at all my. I don't care. Now, if he started like harassing you, like commenting and like doing, that's one thing. But if he's just on your profile and he's watching your videos and liking, that's no different than a stranger following you on TikTok or Instagram. That's just following you. It's the same thing. That's what because well. So you don't, I don't you don't you uh, you don't know this because I haven't told you, but uh, I get paid on Instagram now. I get paid to post reels on Instagram. Mm. So every single follower and every single view I can get puts money in my pocket. Mm. So I don't care if all the creeps in the world are following me. I <laughs> I, I I need that because it, it generates me money. Now I get your situation a little different. I don't know if, you know what you're making or whatever, but you make progress. But if you're growing your your personal training stuff, every view, every follow counts. Mm -hmm. that's what I'm saying. So that's what you, that's what you're here for. That's that's what you signed up for. That's social it's media. But it's like weird when you like personally know them because now I'm thinking about it in the context of like OnlyFans and like like I don't know. Like I, it's just like it's weird when you know them. Like when, it's weird when you know how creepy they are in person. Like if, uh, you know, I don't give a shit. You it's are just so a follow. Funny. It's just a follow. <laughs> now again, if he was messaging you and being like harassing type of like, or annoying or like saying all this stuff then i get it yeah block them because i i don't if I, if they, if account follows me and it's like it looks suspect whatever but they're not commenting or dming it's whatever i don't give a shit but mm -hmm. hey man that's what we're here for that's how you grow your social media so i'm trying to get followers i'm trying to get as many followers as possible so i can get as many views as possible put that in my pocket Mm -hmm. that's what you sign up for fam but again make it private problem solved 
but you don't want to. Why? Because you want the exposure. Well, that's the point, Willow. The exposure. I guess. They call me the problem solver. You got a problem? I solve it. <laughs> Whatever. All right, ma'am. What's next? What's next? Let me yell my dog real quick. Hey! Shut the fuck up! Dang, Willow. Peter gonna be after you. I know. They're so bad, though. Like, and it's my boyfriend's dog. She's, like, the worst one. She, like, riles everyone up. Like, my dog's, like, be chilling. But she'll, like, go up to them and she'll be like, and she'll get all up in their faces and shit. And then she did, she's doing it right now. Hey! Go, go get a chancla. A chancla. No. I don't, I don't know. There's just so many dogs. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Wait. Here's one. Here's a question we can talk about. Would you ever have a threesome with a guy? No. Really? I told you, I'm a hundred percent straight man. I am not. I have never been. Look, I have never been attracted to a male, and having no, it's it's it just wouldn't be possible. So you think so? You wouldn't even be able to have no. like wow. No. So wait, do you think that people that have threesomes with their friends say it's like two guy best friends? I don't share. I also just don't share. Interesting. I don't. Interesting. First of all, I'm not, I'm not the, I'm also not a, the sleeping around kind of guy. I yeah. don't, for the, like, for the most part, I only have intimate relationship. I only have, I really only have, when it comes to that level of intimacy and relationship, it's usually just like one, like one person for the most part. And if it's, mm -hmm. I don't share. Mm -hmm. if, I'm in the, if I'm in that intimate relationship, <laughs> What's this other dude doing here in the picture? Like, what's going on? This ain't it. Because if that happens, oh, I'm not putting a ring on that finger. There's no way. There's no way in hell that that's happening. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's done deal. You're not. You're not getting like this. You, you want to do. You want to do this threesome or do all that, and you want me to to legally marry you and take on the amount, take on all the debt and and go through all this stuff. No, what? Not I. I'm not the one. So no, ma'am, to answer your question. You think, wait, so you think you can have sex with the same person forever? I know I can. That's the whole point of marriage. That sounds so fucking boring. So, you, so you're never getting married? No, I'm going to get married. I'm going to marry my... the same thing. Yeah, but we're going to have sex with other people. Oh, well, that's, the, that's, just the difference. that's just the difference. I'm not into that at all. Um, oh, my God. I get so bored. Well, sounds like you're doing it the wrong people. No. I just meet that guy. Okay, bing! Bing! Hey, damn. This is a podcast. You don't start yelling all that. Bean! Did I tell you about a puppy? I don't know. I have, um... Hear them? Yeah, but I hear them. They're in my ear. All right, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Oh, what do you think makes a person a hoe? That's the great question. That's the question of the century. Huh. I don't know. Well, 
here's how I would I could put it logistically, the best way possible. Okay. Now this argument is gonna have a lot of holes, but I think <laughs> if you have oh that's tough. I would say multiple sexual partners within a very short time frame consistently. That's probably off the top of my head with no prep. That's probably as it's probably what I would go with. That's what every guy says. I mean, guys can be hoes too, so it's not a gender thing. Like That's the problem. Sex. That's the problem. Oh, it's not gender. When hoes aren't just women, men can be hoes as well. Yeah. So we, we got to get out of this stigma of, oh, guys, all no, 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 no. Women, women say that shit too. It might not be to the same degree, but women know when they see a man hoe, they know. Mm -hmm. They, it is what it is. It's not a gender thing. So let's not make it a gender thing. We're always trying to make everything gender thing. It's not a gender thing. It's just, it's just a, it's just a noun, and some people fit under this noun's classifications. Mm, well, what if you just like having sex with like new people a lot? That's that's fine. But if you're having sex, if you have like, so let me ask you this: Let's say you have a person. We'll exclude gender. You just have a person. Okay. And they're having sex with five different people five different new people all the time every week week after week that doesn't classify them as a hoe no that sounds like fun so so a hoe just doesn't exist i think a hoe is someone that home wrecks someone that has an std and doesn't disclose that to the people they're having sex with that's a like criminal that's a criminal that's a hoe that's, that's a that's a <laughs> that's a criminal but that's not a that's not a bad that's not that's not a bad uh it's not a bad defense. I, I'll give you that. I think home wrecker that I think they fall under that category as well. But how do you get STDs? You have unprotected sex. Yeah. And the more and not only that, but if you have unprotected sex with one the same one person and they don't have an STD, you can't get an STD through through you can't get an STD through through sex if it's with one person that doesn't have an STD. There's no but so you get STDs by having unprotected sex across multiple people, and one of them ends up with an STD. That's how you get that one. So if you end up with an STD, now I'm not saying that's the only way women get STDs, but I'm saying, generally speaking, you're more likely to get one if you have multiple partners yeah. that you yeah. have sex with unprotected. Yeah. Well, that also falls under my definition of hope. As well know. as yours, as well as yours, the SCD without saying anything. I'm just saying. I don't know. I just don't like it that. Gets, it gets dicey though, because I get if you're single, she can have sex wherever you want. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, so like, yeah, like you said, like I get it. It's just to me personally, you know, if, you, if you've had sex with seven guys in three days, Jesus fuck. I mean, come on now. Sometimes you'd be horny. It's fine. You, look, if you want to be a hoe, you can be a hoe. That's fine. <laughs> but that's a little much. I like if I found out because here's my thing personally. If I found, let's say a chick I want to talk to, right? You know, we just met at a coffee shop. I don't even like coffee. We just met at a coffee shop, and I got her number. 
we started talking and she was like super open honest about it it was like yeah you know i'm like super super like sexual i had sex with eight dudes in like three days i'm not talking to her anymore i would have just been like did you use a condom that would have been the most important it doesn't question matter. It doesn't matter to me to me it doesn't matter either way i'm out i'm out i'm out that's just me personally i'm just out you're funny what's next Come on, I'm ready. I'm ready for these. Hmm. I'm ready for them. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, so, oh, yeah, you don't like sharing. That's so boring. Yep. So you never do, like, an open relationship? Nope. What? Get out of here. What's the point of a relationship if it's open? You might as well just be single or friends with benefits. I guess. I don't know. And again, I'm not the type to just be doing whatever. I am trying yeah. to find the queen to my kingdom, and I'm not going to have the queen to my kingdom out here on the streets. It's not it. Because when it comes time to have kids and run my household, I'm not trying to worry about her going back out to the streets when I got three kids at the house. I don't. I'm trying to run a kingdom, a dynasty. I'm trying to take over this country, fam. And I can't do that with my queen in the streets. That's just me. She could just be a loyalty over I loyalty over everything. I so need have you, ever, have you ever cheated? No, I need loyalty. You've never cheated? Fam. I am. Have you all ever been cheated on? Yes. Aw. What's next? Damn. That sucks. What's next, fam? Oh no. I don't know if I want to talk about the next thing. You what? I don't know if I want to talk about the next thing. All right, let's skip it. No, look to the next, like, topic. Why, you scared? No, I don't know. Y'all yeah, talk about it. You scared I'm going to beat you? I'm no. Uh, well, I feel like we're going to have, like, disagreeing views on this, but let's talk about racial I'm going to disagree stuff. just because, too. I know, I know, I know you are. Um. So, like, okay, so... Would you feel comfortable working in a company that's like only white people? Yes. Why? Because I, first of all, let me, let me get ready to educate you, fam. Yeah, let me hear this bullshit. But I do already, right? I'm, oh, a, I'm a black astrophysicist. You know how many there are of us? Know, not that many. Horrible. Not, not many. But here's the thing. It sounds horrible to you, maybe. Because you might not have the confidence that comes with working in that in that environment. Me? Oh, again, I don't give a shit. White, Hispanic, Black, Puerto Rican, gay, straight, transgender. I don't give a shit. In the workplace, nobody is going to outwork me. I don't give a damn who you are. Nobody. I don't care if it's I don't care if it's a company of a thousand white people and I'm the only black person. I don't give a shit. Nobody, one, nobody can do what I do to the best of do what I do at my level. Nobody. Nobody's gonna outwork me. And I'm overly competitive. So when it comes to the workforce, for me, when I'm in the workforce, I don't give a shit about race. I don't care about none of that. So I because I know what I can do. And I'm going to bring that to the table. Nobody can outdo me when I work as hard as I do. 
that's just me and my confidence level. It sounds conceited. I don't give a, again, I don't give a shit because I'm that confident. Now, what I will say to your point is, do I believe that there should be more diversity once I get in there, try to help? Yes, that's what I'm trying to do. I want to become a professor at a big university. I want to build an uh, astronomy department from the ground up in the physics department at university. Why? Because once I get to that position, I want to go to the community, especially underrepresented communities, uh, African-American communities, Hispanic communities. I want to go out to them and educate them about, hey, being a scientist, I know there's not many, I want to go to a black community and be like, hey, I know there's not many of us in this field, but look where I am. I'm just like you. I'm black. I know what it's like to be black in America. I know what it's like to try to work your, work your way up through white America. I did it. It's an option. We can make it. I just wanted them to know that uh, I had a conversation on a podcast not that long ago where um, I was talking about that, how if you're black, the only two ways to become successful or I'm not from the hood, but, you know, I have family in the hood. But to make it out the hood is to either become a rapper or become a professional athlete. That's the only two things we know. But that's not it. You can become a lawyer. You can become a doctor. You become a, a scientist. There are so many other options. But those plans or that guidance has been laid out. I want to be one of those guys to lay that out to where, hey, if you want to be a scientist, you can. That's an option for you. Mm -hmm. uh, so I do recognize that. But I'm telling you, none of that. When it comes to me being in the workforce, and another reason why I'm comfortable is because I know I'm the only black person. So to them, I'm representing African-Americans in that industry. Let's say we're talking about uh, corporate America at, at an insurance company. I was the only black person. My performance to them is going to represent the African-American uh, workforce if they start to hire. So I know I got to carry the load. So, oh, man, our best our best guy is this, this finest dude man, maybe we should start hiring more African-Americans. They might work just as hard as he does. I get that. That's one reason why I'm comfortable because, oh, I'm going to show them this is what we do. Hispanics and Black people are some of the hardest working Americans in this country. I'm not saying all people don't work hard. We're talking about some of the hardest workers on, on in this country. So, yeah, to answer your question, yes, very comfortable. I strive in chaos. Come on now. Well, <laughs> Uh, what about you, though? Let me hear your take. I like that. Oh, my gosh. But why not? Uh, insecure and not confident. It just makes things harder. Like, I just feel but, like people are constantly like, looking why are you shy Why are you shying away from the challenge, though? See, I love the challenge. I don't like anything easy. I literally, If I was working somewhere and it was easy, I, I don't get any joy out of it. I love a challenge. And it it's just that feels, challenge that makes me want to... But it feels like they're, they're hoping you're going to fail. That's what I want. Have you ever played a sport? I don't like that. Have you ever played a sport at a high, at a competitive level? Mm -hmm. It's the same shit, is it not? Everybody on the other team. Now, I get it's not race oriented, but in a sport, it's not hard. It's not easy because the other team, let's say basketball, the other team's trying to stop you, right? And everybody else is hoping you fail. Everybody else on the other team, all the fans for the other team, the parents of the other, everybody's hoping you fail. What's the best feeling in the world when everybody's hoping you fail? is if you succeed, it's the best feeling in the world. When you shut up the haters, when the crowd's booing you, right? And you hit the game winner and they all shut up. That's the worst. That's one of the best feelings in the entire world. I, that's why I love it like that. I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want it any other way. 
trying to think of it from that standpoint, but I'm also thinking about like, I don't know. Who, who wants something that's easy in life? I don't want something that's easy. It's just like, it's harder when it's like a bunch of white people. No, I mean, yeah, it can be. They it's have like, their, their perspective. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about like when I'm working in a company and it's a bunch of white people, it's hard. Like for me, like, I don't know about for you, but like, I like having friends at work. Like I like having friends at work. I like have talking and having conversation and it's just hard like that's one of that's one of the things that makes me like decide if I'm going to take a job or not is if I feel like I can fit into like the company culture like that kind of thing you know and like if I can't fit into that like I'm not going to work there like I can't like I'm not one of those bitches that can just like show up and then leave kind of shit like I need to like be somewhat enjoying my time while I'm working because if I fucking hate a job like that is one thing about me if I fucking hate a job I'll leave like I'll leave like that like I literally no matter how much they pay me like I've been paid like good money at certain jobs like for my like for how long I was there and for like my shit like that but like if i didn't like the company culture and the people i was working with i'd fucking leave like i'm like i'm not gonna sit here like i just i wish i could be one of those bitches that's like i'm motivated by money or whatever the fuck and like i want to do my best but like if i don't actually like, enjoy my time there with the people i'm with i can't fucking do it and so like when i'm in a company with white people and like white managers and like white owners and shit like that like i'm like i cannot do this because y'all are that sounds more internal than it does external it sounds it sounds like it's more that you just can't get along with white people than it is because even if you like i've worked in play like pizza hut i worked at pizza hut and it i was the only black person working there Mm -hmm. everybody else was white i still got along with them i don't i know how to get along with people now i get enjoy them yeah i did i had the only reason why i stayed at pizza for a whole year is because i enjoyed the people i worked with outside of that the job was trash it's pizza Mm -hmm. hut no, yeah. No, no knock on pizza. It's my favorite uh, pizza restaurant. But like working there, it was there's a reason why that uh, there the pizza across the country short staff. Nobody wants to work there. But yeah. uh, that sounds more internal than external because just because a company's ran by white people doesn't mean they're all just trash. You know what I'm saying? Well, the, but I'm talking about like when I like, Chris, like cultural, like the cultural difference. Yeah, because I just feel like when I, like, I'm thinking about, like, all the companies that I've, I've worked for where the owners are, like, white and where the owners or the managers are white, like, they're always very, like, pretentious and, like, um, they, like, will think, like, it just feels targeted sometimes, like, the criticism and, like, I'm trying to think what else, like. I've never, I've never had that experience, not once. Hmm. I'm also a girl, though. Like, that's right. also, gonna, you know, that's also going to be a difference, too. Like, I feel yeah. like, like, work with, like, um. I don't know, because I've experienced, like, that kind of stuff, too, being, like, a factor. Um, yeah, well, I, I haven't had that experience. Because, again, to your original question, because you'd ask, like, well, I work at a job if I couldn't be friends. I don't – friends, no. I don't care. Yeah, I care about that, though. I like, don't. I, I do. Yeah. I don't need – I'm good on friends. I got enough friends. So, especially because, like, for me personally – now, it depends. Like, I work at Shoe Palace now. And I get along great with the people there, you know. So if it, if I do make friends, it's a bonus. But I'm not there to make friends. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I, I have an ability to – I can separate my work life and personal life, no problem, if I need to. Now, luckily now, um, you know, where I'm at now, I don't have to because, like, like later today, uh, my friends that work at Shoe Palace, we're all coming to – we're doing an in-person podcast later tonight. So, obviously, you know, I'm good friends with them, and we've all done one together. So it's going to be – the set of the well, the first one we're all together, but I've also done one with them individually. So obviously, you know, they're coming to my place. You know, we're good friends. Hell, my buddy Jerry, we was at Applebee's yesterday um, after work. So like, you know, I'm friends with them. 
But if I end up at a job, like I worked at one job, it was a delivery system or delivery thing for GoPuff. I wasn't friends with any of them. Now they mm-hmm. weren't, you know, they weren't terrible people. They weren't bad, but like I showed up there. I was there to make money, to work, to go home. I was not there to make friends, just like school. Now I've made friends over school and that's a bonus, but I'm not here. I didn't come to San Antonio to make friends. I came here mm-hmm. to get my PhD so I can get my ass back to Tennessee, right? It's, but I'm not here to make friends. I, I treat, I treat, I try to treat a lot of this stuff, especially that's going to impact my life. I try to treat it like a bit, like it's all business. This is all, I'm here for business. I'm here to get this degree so I can get out. Mm-hmm. I'll make connections with people that I need to. And then if I make friends along the way, that's fantastic. And I'll try to stay friends and, you know, stay connect. But outside of that, I am here on a business trip, a long five-year business trip. Even at, uh, when I was at Mizzou, for, for undergrad, I was there to play football, get this degree, get out. Now, some of my closest friends I made, we still talk, we have group messages. I still talk to them every day. That's great. But I was not there to make friends at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I have enough friends. I'm good. I don't need any more friends. If I get some, it's great, but I don't need any more friends. So that, I feel like that's the, diff, uh, the biggest difference between you and I experiences. Like, I don't need that at all, at all. Mm-hmm. I get that. Pay me what you owe me, and we're good. But I get it. You're also a lot more social than me, though, so I I definitely understand. I feel like you, you definitely seem like part of that. But you need that. You want that social interaction to make work fun. Because I try to make it fun. You know, I don't want to go to work and be miserable. But shoot, yeah. house. I make I make it fun, and I have fun because I work with you know Jerry and and Mia and. Uh, well, now I'll start naming names. I gotta name everybody Paul and Britt. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they listen to this, they're gonna be pissed. I didn't mention them. Nate, Brian, uh, Italia. Did Angelina. you get the promotion? Yes. Awesome. Good job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It hasn't been announced yet. I'm gonna announce it. I wanna wait till it's official. Right now, it's unofficial, but mm-hmm. I get that. Um, but yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm obviously, I make it fun. You know, I, I got that self-motivated energy. So oh, I, I make I make people there have fun if they don't want to. You know what I'm saying? Because I yeah. bring the energy. But, but yeah, and you know, I feel safe around most white people. It depends on the white people. Again, I know how to get along with, with anybody, regardless of. I can get along with people. I just don't like them. There's a difference. Because I can do I, it. I, I, think that's un, I think that's very unhealthy. Really? Yeah, you're, you're networking. So you're t- you're telling me no, but I'm saying the fact that you don't you dislike somebody just because of the color of their skin. No, off real. Oh, that's what you just said. I did not say that. I said I'd get along with people. I don't get. No. I said I. Huh? So continue. I was saying that. Um, no, I like. I'll talk to them, but like most of the time, they're exactly what I'm expecting them to be, which is like stuck up. But how do you know? Do you get to know them? them? No, but do you get to know them? Oh my God. How, what is that? Difference? that is so, that is so like ambiguous. What do you mean? Like, do but I know you them? Know. I don't, you don't know anyone. No, that's, that's false. That's so false. That's so I don't false. think you know everyone. Know anyone. You can truly know anyone. That's, that's a lie. That, that's, you can know someone's bullshit. 
That's one of the biggest loads of bullshit I've ever heard in my entire life because my brother knows me better than my brother probably knows me better than anybody on the face of this planet. And he knows me. He knows me. Now, it de- again, it depends on the person. I'm a very simple man to know. I know you are. You, if you hang around me for a week or two, you can damn near know everything, every single thing about me because I do the same shit week in, week out. Yeah, I get people, are little, people are pretty are different. But again, what I'm asking is, you said you'll, you'll talk to them but you don't like them. Why don't you like them? Not it's because of the personality, not the color of their skin. It's because they're pretentious and stuck up. Like but who is they? Who is they though? Well, we're talking about white people right now. So, but I'm saying, so you're saying what you? But that's my point. You're talking about the entire group of white America, right? You're saying you don't like them, right? I didn't like them. I just I have a notion about them. That's. That's the most president shit I've ever heard. You have a preconceived notion of white people. I want them to prove me wrong. They just don't. They be acting oh. like Karens and shit. Oh my gosh. Okay. We gotta, we gotta, we gotta break this down further. Because this this is a conversation that has to be had. So you're telling me you have a preconceived notion of white people, right? Yeah, because I was raised by them, yes. Okay. No, I get it. But if you were to guesstimate about, you've probably come into a contact with a good handful of white people, right? Mm-hmm. Probably maybe, what, a few hundred? Probably more than that, growing up in California. I'm, I'm saying, like, people that you've actually, like, kind of somewhat, yeah, somewhat, like, not just talked to, but maybe somewhat had some kind of, like, interaction with them more than once, right? Okay. Yeah. Right? And so you don't like any of them. No, I like some of them. Now, here's my point. Here's the problem. I had this conversation earlier today on a podcast with my buddies on this Guard 605. You cannot take a small fraction of anything and apply it to the vast majority and think that that's going to hold true. That's all I'm saying. You haven't met, but maybe one, maybe 0.01% of all white people in America, because they make up 70, 80 some percent of America. Right, so my problem is you, I, you can't have any preconceived, any preconceived notion of anybody based on race at all, none whatsoever, because it's not gonna hold true for all of them. That's just like the same white people that have a preconceived notion about black people being thugs and gangsters. They take that and they apply it to all black people. You know me decently well. I'm far from that. I'm, a ner- I'm one of the most, I'm one of the nerdiest grandpas you'll ever meet. I'm in bed by 10 every night at the <sighs> latest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't drink. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke weed. I don't do none of that. I go to the gym. I go to work. I go to school. I eat and I sleep. That's it. Literally day in and day out. I don't do shit else. Right. But people will always take this and apply it to this. And that's the problem. Because I, I get your personal experience. You've had some bad experience with some you bad people. You can throw their guard up, though. That's what no, I do. No, 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 no. I'm not saying don't have your guard up. I have my guard up with everybody. If I, but my guard up is with, it's not race-oriented. It's people. If I don't know you, period, you could be black. If I don't know you, my guard's up. You could be my cousin. My family, I have, I have a very big family. 
huge family, three, 400, 500 people. Even if we're blood related, if I don't know you, you got to earn my trust. I don't care if we're family, right? You got to earn my trust. My guard is up. Anybody I don't know. And even people I did know, and then we grew apart, my shit goes back up because people change, right? <laughs> yeah. That's all I'm saying. You just got to be open to everything, everything and everybody. I guess. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. Oh, what's next? Is that it? Yeah, that's kind of all I really wanted to touch on today. What's, what's savior complexes? You know what that is? That sounds no, that sounds interesting. What's that? It's um, it's kind of a thing associated with white people. It's when you like believe you need to like, um, like save someone or something. I kind of a lot of people. Okay, I have them when it comes to animals. Like for sure, that's why I have these fucked up pets. Like my dog, one of my dogs has three legs, and then I have the paralyzed cat and all that shit. But um, a savior complex like would be someone like someone that believes they need to like advocate or like speak for someone who's like in need of help. Yeah, someone. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Uh, is it is it like generally but it's a only bad when you, thing? So it's, not, it's not a bad thing if you do it because you're genuinely wanting to help but it's a bad thing oh, when you, if you're trying to gain something out of it yes yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's like it's like it's kind of like culture appropriation sort of um i guess kinda. it's just more like it's just more like doing things to appear like you care but actually doing it because you only you'll want get the the pr the you'll get the yes yeah like the, the game following the game yeah. oh yeah that makes sense yeah yeah, because people do that a lot. I mean, I, like, I don't, like, I mean, I do it with, like, my pets and stuff, but I don't feel like, it's, like, my my therapist told me it's, like, not a bad thing because, like, I'm not doing it for, like, gain because I'm taking on, like, the financial, like, makes, emotional. But it just makes, it makes you just feel better for your, the, it does, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess it does because, like, I do feel better, but it also, it's, like, like, at one point when I first got my cat, Evie, the paralyzed one, I wanted to, um, I wanted to give her back because she she was she's really mean she's still pretty mean but she would like literally like go out of her way to attack my dog like my boyfriend's dog she would like chase her around the room and like scratch her and so um i wanted to give her back but like the little savior complex in me was like you can't because no one will want her because no one will because she's paralyzed and she can't pee and she can't poop on her own and she takes meds and she's just like a big mess like she's just a big emotional and financial burden and so like it's like something like that like it's just you doing something for like gain i guess so it's yeah. not really it's not really you being like a genuine good person so you it's know, like, I, I i hate uh my the thing i hate the most about saver complex is so this is predominantly found in women but relationships so there's a saver complex where women feel like they always need to go find that dude that's like that needs to be yeah. fixed i, I cannot that. stand that has a, has someone done that to you Oh no! I mean, I'm the, I'm one of the most well put together human beings on this planet. Yeah, I was wondering because, like, you don't seem like you have anything you'd need help with. No, like, I don't. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't need help with. My sister loves. She will find the most fucked up, broken guys and be like, "I have to fix you. I have to take care of you. I'm gonna support you financially and emotionally, and like all this shit." And it's like, and she, like they will be fucking losers. Her boyfriends have all been fucking losers. Like broke unemployed no car like i'm like sorry you are 22 how do you not have a job or a car or a home like it's ridiculous so like live oh, with her. some people some people be down and out no like they'll be like they will be too lazy to work like they'll like make her work they like they'll make her they won't try to get a job type thing well like they'll make her work and then she'll support the whole relationship herself yeah 
which is ridiculous. Yeah, they won't try to actually get better. Yeah, it's been a mess. I'm a mess. Yeah, women do do that. That is a thing for sure. Yeah, y'all toxicity. Get out of here. Okay, we just want to take care of y'all. Hey, I, hey, I'm I'm fine. Send some money my way. I'm trying to find a queen to throw me some money. Uh, oh man, I was gonna say something about. I think it was related to that. Oh yeah. Y'all, it's a hot girl summer. It's just toxic. Get out of here. Shit. That is not toxic. That's about empowering women. No, it's not. It's about women want to be booed up when they're ready to get booed up. And then when summer hits, they got to be single for the summer and then go get booed up again. It's like, no, fam. You're either all in or you're all out. You can have a hot girl summer with the boyfriend. All right. If you say so. Damn. All that toxicity. All I'm saying, all PSA, if you carry toxicity baggage, do not come my way. I got too much shit going on. <laughs> be worried about your baggage. I'm not, I'm not talking, I'm just talking to whoever listening. If you, man or female, I'm not even talking about relationships. I'm just talking about, I'm not talking about intimate relationships. I'm just talking about in general. Don't try to buddy buddy me up. Don't try to hey cuz me. Don't try to hey hun me. If you got any level of toxicity, Check yourself for you wet yourself, all right? I'm not I'm not with it. And if you come at me sideways, you better bring this shit because I'll clap back. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not, I'm just look, I just had the PSA to the people listening, because y'all y'all think shit's sweet out here. It ain't shit sweet, except for my chapstick. Shout out to Mia. She got me this chapstick. It's vanilla. Oh, you can't see it. It tastes well, it smells fantastic. All right, well, I appreciate you for hopping on the cast. It was a fantastic conversation on some some things people wouldn't want to talk about. And that's why I love this, because I like to have conversations people don't want to talk about. Those, and I, I hate calling them uncomfortable, because I don't think any conversation to me is uncomfortable. I'll talk about anything. And that's why I have this platform. So people like me and you can get on and just talk it out. You know what I'm saying? You got, uh, hit them with your, you got any, well, if you're com- if you're comfortable, hit the people with your socials. If you got any socials, uh, but if you don't want creeps on your socials, we don't have to do that. Follow my OnlyFans, y'all. <laughs> you throw it out there. Go ahead. It's Tigress. T I G R E Z. Yep. That's it. Tigress. Yep. What we got. All right, y'all heard it here first. Uh, what, anything for your uh, dog training at all or no? No, that's like mainly like personal stuff. Not okay. like personal, like weird, but like just for like, yeah. it's mainly for me to see what how I'm doing as a trainer and how my dog's doing as a dog. Okay. Just like watch our progress together. All right, bet. Well, I appreciate you for coming mm-hmm. on. I'm sure, you know, it's Zoom. So whenever you want to vent or get something off your chest, we just hop back on. But if it's been guard, not guard at 615, but. This has been Uncle Strip with Miss Willow. We'll catch you guys next time. Bye. I'm gonna chase my dreams.